0: Hello and welcome to the Sakana Lounge Podcast. My name's Jordan Foster as always, and joining me as ever is Jacob and Jack. Hey, hey, hey.
1: Tonight, we've got some pretty crazy stuff going on.
0: We're going to talk about...
1: uh, Right-wing backlash. Right-wing
2: backlash. backlash. Yeah. David Attenborough. Mm -hmm. Logging. Logging? Logging. Yeah.
1: Kenny Loggins. I brought him to the party. Danger zone. Nice. And uh, Triops. Yes. And whatever else we find in between. So So if that doesn't sound good to you, turn off now because I don't want you here anyway.
2: <laughs> That's fair. Well, this is going to be a solid after hours of little to no research. Don't believe the hype or anything you hear us say either because it will be half-arsed, poorly cited, and probably wrong.
0: Yes. Welcome. And we're going to keep it trim. We're going to keep it nice and trim. Short and sweet. We won't waste too much of your time. Exactly. Maybe it's supposed we will. to be after hours, and it's supposed to be just half an hour. We need to go to a fucking bar to do this at some point. Yeah, we do, mm. to be fair. Well, we always record we'll in the studio, but the, the Cicada Lounge is literally behind us, but we're never no, recording it. true. <laughs> true. No, Hi, Ruth. Mind-o. Hi, Hi Ruth. Ruth. Our only listener. Right. Hello. Yeah. Uh, How are feel you? Free we'll, to write in. Yes, we'll acknowledge you at every single episode Rouge. we release until you write in.
1: If you ever want to come to my house... Doors always open, the kettle's always on.
0: Quick
2: recommendation, Ruth. Mm. Don't, don't do not do <laughs> that. Don't go. He doesn't have a house. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know just what? a biffer. The painful reality, thank you.
0: <laughs> it's just a box. If you yeah. like shagpile wheelie bins, then head right
2: on in.
1: <laughs> a shagpile wheelie bin. Yeah. yeah. kind of feel like that would be a bit dope. That sounds like a band name. Shagpal Wheelie Bin. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good one. sick band name. Every wow. time.
0: <laughs> Shagpal Wheelie Bin. It's wow. nice. Count me in. I'll be the first. Oh, it sounds like a blues or blues or jazz, something Thing. like that. A bit yeah, more I, ironic. I reckon right? jazz. Shag-par yeah. No, Shagpal Wheelie Bin. Yeah, Shagpal yeah. like Wheelie Bin. Yeah. Like an acid yeah. jazz jam Syncopated band. Syncopated notes. Yeah, There's know. a
1: clarinet player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit rough. Like sometimes, sometimes a guest violinist. Comes in just just ripped nice but it's like every fourth show every fifth show maybe she can make yeah, it down
2: don't want to put pressure on it you know, yeah, you
1: know yeah,
0: yeah, yeah gotta feel loose it's a, it's a jam band you know it is yeah yeah and we're yeah. sponsored by them this week this episode sponsored by Shagpile been. yeah please go and see them <laughs> I'm sure they're playing near you tickets available Probably. Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's house. <laughs> Jacob's bin. Triops. <laughs> Come on. Triops. Yeah, I just want to talk about triops because. I think they're cool, man. I forgot the they called. Yeah, mm. no, you had them, right?
1: Yeah, I've had a couple of triops in my time.
0: Right. Okay. So most people are familiar with sea monkeys, right? Especially people in the United States. Sea monkeys are pretty much brine shrimp and they were sold you actually dug up a little bit of information just then that they were sold in magazines right
2: yeah so I dug it up out of my mind um yeah. again I have for the listeners tonight yeah half an anecdote nice. yes um so bring it on from what I recall about something I heard somewhere once is yeah. that <laughs> From the, a guy, <laughs> yeah, from a guy, from another guy, from his sister's dog. Who knew? Who knew a, a trial? Yeah. <laughs> <knew a> <laughs> Shady dude. Um, they were initially sold by mail order yeah. in a magazine, circa eighties. Maybe I could be lying. Yeah, um, yeah. But they were sold by a guy that was high up in I think the Ku Klux Klan, right.
0: and it was part of a funding operation for that. Right. Initially. Wow, that's crazy! That yeah. is mad. It's amazing how much how the popularity of brine shrimp exploded. Create your own sea monkeys. I think, it, suppose it's down to all to the um, to the the advertising, right? Because they've got these cute little avatars and they're they're floating around. They look like mermaids, sort of thing. But when you actually zoom in on a brine shrimp, it just looks like. <laughs> Looks like a very ugly brawn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. Oh, ugly brawn. No. It ugly looks like prawn. a tiny little translucent face hugger from Alien. It does, isn't mm. it, Brian Trim? Yeah. So to Whereas. actually
2: further my story a yeah, little yeah. bit. Um it was Harold von Braunhut was the guy. Um yeah. he was born in March nineteen twenty-six, died in two thousand three. Um and he was an american mail order marketer and inventor uh, most famous as the creator and seller of both the amazing sea monkeys and Ooh. the x-ray specs really um, yeah but in terms of the cool. radical um racial views he had um, oh the Washington Post stated in a report that despite his Jewish ethnicity, he had close he a close association with white supremacist groups buying firearms for a Ku Klux Klan faction and regularly attending the Aryan Nations annual conference. Shit, um, what a dick. So well, he was a
0: Klan member himself?
2: I don't know whether he was a Klan member, but there were certain um, links, at least, to white supremacist groups.
0: Bad. Um,
2: and he was... Quoted in the Seattle Times, saying, "You know what side I'm on. I don't make any bones about it. So, yeah. Unapologetically racist." Then this, um,
1: this was uh, no. so. This is what it was. He was. Um, it was being advertised as part of a fundraiser for Richard Butler, who was the leader of the Aryan Nations, who needed money to fight a legal battle uh, on charges of sedition. Um, and von Braun Hutt, uh, said that he would pledge twenty-five dollars to his legal fund for every. Kyoga, his followers brought. Keoga. Which is part... It was like a Sea Monkeys thing. Right. Um, like an extra thing that you could buy for your Sea Monkeys. Yeah. Kyoga yeah. was a collapsible baton with coils. Right. Which Braunhut marketed... Oh, no, so it wasn't the Sea monkey. Nothing to do with Sea Monkeys.
0: Yeah.
1: It was a weapon. Okay. <laughs> <What>? Right.
0: <laughs> yes, the plot thickens.
1: <laughs> he was selling a collapsible baton with coils on it.
0: Used by Sea Monkeys.
1: Which was... It was designed to be marketed as a weapon to carry for people that couldn't get a firearm license.
0: Right, okay. Oh, like all these, this bullshit extendable staff that you keep seeing on yeah. like YouTube shorts and TikTok and stuff.
1: <coughs> but it's, I guess his was like a policeman's baton, right, an extendable one. Like
0: a tonfer. Which are illegal kind of
1: now. Yes, they are. Yeah. Pretty much everywhere in the world. Even America, though, you can buy a gun. Yeah. You can't have an extendable baton.
2: Yeah, it's because really, it, it's, it's a weapon. Yeah. And a gun mm-hmm. is not. Right. A gun is... <laughs> A all. hunting tool. You yeah. know what's fucking terrifying? Um, in 1998, John <laughs> Glenn took 400 million amazing sea monkeys into space with him. Into space? Yep. 400 so million? what happens when they start reproducing? Mm. Well, they're not going to survive.
0: Yeah, but well, they're not extremophiles like... Um, yeah. Like sea tardigrades.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well, whatever. A boy can dream. Um <laughs> Well we're not talking about Sea Monkeys anyway. So talk about Triops. Take
0: that as you which will. Which were marketed in a very similar fashion. So mm-hmm. Sea Monkeys marketed with all the various like, you know, you've seen the cartoons, for Sea Monkeys they look like mermaids, right? Yep. And Whereas, they've got tri- like, like yeah, spe- tridents and little crowns on top too. Yeah, kind of yeah. sexy. <clears throat> kind of sexy. Yeah, Whereas Triops looks funny when he dresses as a woman. That's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mrs. Chungus.
2: <laughs> <Mrs. Chungus. laughs> little miss Chungus. <laughs> oh no that's creepy <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah too far Jack, too, sorry yeah, yeah i shouldn't have sexualized that cartoon character that way <laughs> anyway triops they were marketed because they've existed for around 300 million years so their marketing is all based around dinosaurs and how they coexisted with t-rex and things like that very cool they literally haven't changed since they were discovered like 300 million year old fossils. I love shit like this. Yeah. So stuff that has been around since day. Living you know, fossil. You've got
2: like... Um, crocs. What were they? Yep, crocs. Yeah. You've got the nautilus shells.
0: Yeah, literally <laughs> uh, called nautilus. they about, aren't they? Yeah, um, exactly. Giraffes. <laughs> yeah, giraffes have been around forever. Mm. Sure. <laughs> Here's something cool that I, I think is pretty cool because I bumped into them locally so the plate what giraffes no triops. so these living fossils which can grow up to like maybe 15 centimeters long like the ones that you buy in the packet that you can grow in the little tub maybe grow to about five centimeters right they Mm. only grow to about yay big maybe two inches um but the ones that i saw swimming around in these pools in the uk mind for at least 15 centimetres long. Wow. Yeah. Where did you see these? In the UK. So the New Forest, I saw them. Really? What, in they, the wild? In the wild, yeah. In marshland. No shit? Yeah. Yes wow. shit. So in the two places in England that you can find them is the New Forest in Hampshire and in Scotland called Solway Firth. You can find them all, cr- all across the world, but the two places, small populations of them, you can find there in the New Forest in Scotland. Mad. So were these yeah. all
1: big green boys? Just... Yeah. swimming
0: about, yeah, swimming around. So they're predators in their own ecosystems <gasps> as well. What do they so, predate? Um, and anything that's smaller than them, especially carrion, like dead fish. But um, oh, I better they, not go skinny dipping in one yeah, of them no. pools. Then um, they got, got these correction, two. Correction, yeah, carrion is dead birds. Is it dead birds specifically?
2: No, I lie. Um, a lot of vultures eat carrion. Yeah, dead just dead things, right? Dead yeah. Yeah. which is what you <laughs> <be Dead> <laughs> 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 Um that all. Actually, 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 I'm wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That had such poetic justice, isn't it? It really did. Oh, the irony. Never mind, eh, Never mind. (laughs) Won't take it personally. But um, (laughs) try-ups, they look like little horseshoe crabs. Yeah, they do. Very cool. Yeah. More feet. Yeah, which is also, yes, more feet. They're also called uh, tadpole shrimp as well. They have these... Oh
1: He looks like a space car. They are cute. Oh,
0: it does. He yeah. looks like the fucking... But the um, Henderson... What is it called? The... the from Hanna Futurama. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah the, what's the express? Yeah, it, it, literally it literally looks like... like a, spy.
1: Oh, uh, Mr. Zoid... Dr. Zoidberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or just <laughs> any kind
2: of <laughs> Not even close.
0: Car. You do it then. No, I'm not doing <laughs> <laughs> the impression Yeah, that of was close.
2: Yeah. Wait, <laughs> what are you doing?
0: <laughs> I'm doing like... Um, like you know, Hanna Barbera's show about like the f- the future and space travel. No. Anything with Hanna Barbera. Who is Hanna Barbera? Han- Scooby Doo creator, the oh, the the animator for Scooby Doo, the original you one. You know what I used to the, love in as the seventies. I'd be like, those animators are stupid
2: because you know when you could see like the trapdoor was slightly lighter yeah. in the drawings. Yeah, and I'm like, I know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was very smart because. <laughs> I think that was the point. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Could have yeah. been the point. Mm. It. But it
1: made you feel smart, so...
0: And a barbarian. Yeah, that's it. What about anyway, him? back to triops. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Been around 300 million years. I just think they're cool. And I've seen them in the wild. And that's about as much as I want to say, really. Because they're just like examples of living fossils that we have today. Like coelacanths and, and like that. And you can just see them out and about. Yeah, in Go new to the new forest. Okay, so see them, see them hunting things. When
2: we dropped you a message earlier in the chat and said, "Jordan, yeah. me and Jacob, haven't really done <laughs> any solid research this week," and you went, "Don't worry, lads, I've got it."
0: <laughs> I didn't say that at all. You, know, you kind of did. No, I didn't. And then <laughs> just finished it there. You just feeling? I like feeling a thing.
2: <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. I like it. I, th- I it was like awesome. a thing. <laughs> I have a thing you know to talk about. Power to you. Yeah. It's nice to like a thing and talk about it. Yeah, Ooh, I think it was yeah. good. It's that a try. People oh, should do more of that. I, I had... feel like I was lashing out on the back of my actually. So. <laughs> <Look, laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> you you, I you get watch.
0: back in your shagpile wheelie. I bin will. I will. And chill out about it <laughs> for <will>. a minute. <laughs> I just think try ups are cool. Yeah. yeah. And you can still get them as pets. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Is it sad? Can you still get them as pets? Yeah. Yeah, you can get them as pets. Should we get
1: some triops Is for it? the podium? Well, yeah, we have them in oh, here? Yeah. Are they all right in the dark? Because yeah. it's dark in it most well, of the they, time.
0: They live in almost stagnant pools, so it's always dark. Well, it's like them. a stagnant pool in here when Jack's back. <laughs> so <you> just fucking <laughs> take them to Jacob's bedroom.
1: <laughs> okay. I
2: bought my dad some sea monkeys for Christmas, and I don't think he set them up, so I'll just take them back. You did.
0: I remember you getting mm. them. That'd yeah. be cool. Mm. That'd be cool. But they, they can coexist with other animals' freshwater as well. Really? providing their size differences is more or less the same or otherwise they'll predate on them yeah um, but they're yeah they're just really cool they're really fucking hardy so they can live in really oxygen um, deprived stretches of water too and oh. they can sit in one spot and rake their gills so lot like, with a lot of crustaceans like them just they can yeah they can sit still. But rake their gills so it provides fresh oxygenated water going over. And sometimes they'll even go to a very shallow part and roll over, like Cute. they did, to really flood their wet um their wet gills with oxygen from the air and then roll back over and then go and swim.
2: Is water more oxygenated near the
0: surface? Um near the surface, mm. probably. Yeah. I've no idea. Yeah, because the I no idea. the oxygen from the air like created <laughs> I don't know. Like, it depends... <laughs> I love you having a I th- go, though. I think it was because I was thinking if an oxygenated... and A body of water that has no oxygen in it whatsoever, uh, you'd imagine the only available oxygen is coming from outside, like the plants on land and things. But if Maybe they're just like no, if there's, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because if there is plants underwater or algae... That, they breathe oxygen in the yeah, same way. that's it. Completely the same. You often see them in puddles where there is no greenery around Hmm. for photosynthesis to give the oxygen, to oxygenate the water. How many are there worldwide? What? Oh, have asked this stupid fucking question before. <laughs> I don't know how many try-ups yeah. are around worldwide. Google. Right, let's have a look. Google how it. How many no, 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 try-ups? He has a laptop. Okay, Let him do don't, it. Don't, don't tell us the
2: world what it is and we'll guess. Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking creepy, actually. Just... Yeah.
0: Typed it Was looking <laughs> <Jack> dead <laughs> in <laughs> the eye. Yes, it's break eye contact. <laughs> Did <laughs> I tell you that? <laughs> I found
1: out like a couple months ago I could touch type. I've never realised I could do it and I can <laughs> literally just chant. Really? Talk to someone, I can just type away. Oh, and right. I look back Wait, and everything's perfect. On a
2: phone or on a laptop? Both. More on a laptop. Oh. But, yeah. I'd like to see your favorite Are you doing it now? That. Is that what you're doing yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah, he's now. reading it without looking. Yeah.
0: Well. <laughs> telecom- what do you want me to type? Um, how many triops exist in the world? Okay. Well, how I'm, many species, I look, I look for the
1: first letter, and then after that, I'm just free okay. free okay, I'm
2: going to try that too.
0: Okay. Ready? Wait. Okay, go. This is great radio. Oh, I've it. <laughs> you fucking robot.
1: <laughs> how many try-ups are there worldwide? Yeah. Did not look once and it is perfect. Weird. Um,
2: okay, I have got how many true
0: in th- the world.
2: <laughs> I think that was a good effort. Yeah, <laughs> think so, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: well, you can't beat Mr.
2: AI
1: over there, can yeah.
2: you? No. They call me...
1: Artificial intelligence, because my intelligence is
2: not real. <laughs> I thought the car called you artificial insemination. <laughs> no, that's what I'm a product of. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. That's explain a lot. Yeah. So, so well, how many do we think, Jordan? I think 200 million. Just two oh.
0: It's going to be very nearly be one more screen. More end, all right, trillion. Friend. Yeah, it's going to be. Dude, in the there is fittings.
1: so many. No one has ever even tried to count.
2: Well let us here at the Cicada Lounge podcast be the first
1: to count tri-ops mm. okay one when do we start? no <laughs> Jesus this is good radio um, I've got another Sea Monkeys thing that I just read a minute ago yeah go for it we're still talking about Sea Monkeys um, not only did he sell Sea Monkeys and weapons to fund the Aryan Nations oh uh, right um, he also got sued for selling a product called Invisible Goldfish
2: what an arsehole.
1: Which was just a small plastic tank of water.
2: You're joking. That's fucking funny. People do wow. buy shit like that. It's <laughs> yeah. a gag present, isn't it? Yeah, oh. but he
1: sold them saying that there was a 100% guarantee oh. it would grow a family of fish that you could not see. That's fucking And death. it was just water. Yeah,
2: but <laughs> that's funny. I think it's funny. I'm yeah. I'm there for it.
1: Other than the fact that he was a Nazi.
2: Yeah. Um. We don't support yeah, He's Nazis. probably
1: got a good sense of humour by the sounds of it. Mm. For a prick. <laughs> for a prick. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he was just a yeah, Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. But the ball's on him for selling invisible goldfish.
0: I hope he gets eaten alive by triops. Well he's dead. Good. <laughs> yeah, died in two thousand three. <laughs> I hope he gets eaten killed dead. by triops. Good riddance. <laughs> Asshole. What
2: are you fucking looking at me like that for? I thought you were just going to hit enter again. <laughs> I've <got ridden. laughs>
1: no. Like I've just deleted him. <laughs> yeah. No more history. Oh, magic. He was an ordained minister. Von yeah, Braunhut. I think in America minister.
2: you can just get a fucking print out of the internet. He officiated
1: the funeral of Richard Butler's wife, Richard Butler, the leader of the Aryan Nations.
0: He officiated it?
2: Yeah, one month
1: after signing his licensing deal with the company for sea monkeys. A prick. So a they prick. bought sea monkeys and then. Whoa.
0: <clears throat> okay.
2: So I don't really want to give him any more air time. No. Really. Yeah. Show him an asshole. If you're interested, look him up. Um, But he was a uh, fucking racist. Yeah. So. And oh blockade
0: any sea monkeys, no, you find. I need to get think, these sea monkeys off. I don't, I don't think he owns no, I the PI He's white IPA supremacist anymore. sea monkeys. No, I don't, think, they're, I don't <laughs> think the sea monkeys are <laughs> inherently are. racist They're aligned well. with this asshole uh, from the KKK. Right, okay. We need to be pro triop anti-sea think sea monkeys. Them and then, what if he was just a sea monkey factory? Maybe. Well, he hmm. certainly attended sea monkey rallies. So I'd like one. Yeah, burning torches. Yeah.
1: Honestly, this story is fascinating.
0: It is, isn't it? It's an interesting one.
1: It got took over by Yolanda.
2: who was Visser? From Die Outward? No, it's Yolandi.
0: Yolandi.
1: (laughs) This got taken over by someone called Yolanda, who claimed her mother was one of the inspirations for Lois Lane, the character from Superman. What? But she took over the... she, She appeared in a bunch of Bondage films in the 1960s. And then she ran the Sea Monkey Empire from her home in Maryland after that.
2: fucking mad.
1: uh, Until she signed a big deal with Big Time Toys in 2007, who, you know, packaged and redistributed the kits, the Sea Monkey's kits, for something called Trans Science.
0: Right.
1: Pretty mad. The actual shrimp and the nutrient packet, which are all considered trade secrets, with the nutrient formula locked in a vault, would be supplied to Lee Yolanda. Big Time had the option to pay $10 million for Trans Science and the secret recipe to own them outright.
2: See... Does anyone know how something that gets freeze-dried like that works? Is it like the frog that can freeze and
0: then reanimate? Oh, 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 right. Tardigrades. Tardigrades. Water pigs. Water bears.
1: Yeah. What, the sea bears, water bears, same thing? The space boys. (laughs) Space pigs.
0: (laughs) No, I have no idea. I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. mate. Well, I do know that tri tri have three eyes. Really? Is that why 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 it's it's called triops? Yeah. Because there's yeah, triplicate optics. Exactly. Yeah, the more you know. But the wow. it's really, really rare in nature for three eyes, for three, three anything really, um, mm. except for the Simpsons. Yeah, the fish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Blinky, Blinky the fish, isn't it? Yeah, Blinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's incredibly rare. It's only it's only observed in a few handful of cases where an animal have an odd number of anything. Mm. And there's all kinds of different fossils from between like 400 to 200 million years old around dinosaurs and before dinosaur time where it seemed like nature was sort of experimenting with the number of appendages or eyes or limbs and mandibles. There's been a lot more since I came about because I don't
2: like anything with an even amount of eyes so I poke out the rest until Do they're yeah. odd. No, until
0: they're odd? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of yeah. uh, 7 I wonder why has been wearing an, an <laughs> eye patch seven recently. Seven-eyed spiders.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, Ily. Ily. Um. How many eyes
2: do spiders have? How Eight. Right, how can you Eight. fucking comprehend what's going on with more than two eyes?
0: Well, I, I in the think... same
2: way we do. I don't think you can imagine what they see like. No. We actually can't, can we?
1: I, I just think they would have a way bigger <laughs> field of view than we've got. Oh, so it's yeah. all joined up. But it's joined in yeah. the same way our, our totally dual-optic vision is. Yeah. I guess yeah stereo stereo,
2: binocular yeah
1: stereo vision <laughs> <laughs> fucking out. yeah As you roll your eyes <laughs> to, ooh, to the
0: back of his fucking skull I hate it. so hated good. that it's white yeah. Pennywise nothing eyes nothing I there. hate more about
2: Jacob than that thing yeah. he does with his eyes if know, that's, that really is that's the biggest thing saying. you hate about me I feel like that's pretty good going for my character mm. yeah that's... I don't know. I rate that really badly in my experiences <laughs> on this earth yeah. so far. It's pretty up there. It's one of the
0: shittiest things I've ever witnessed. <laughs> but I suppose it it depends on the on the creature entirely. Because, like, if you take a a jumping spider, so a jumping jumping spider has eight eyes. They've got the big central binocular vision eyes right up front mm. for hunting. And then they've got their peripheral vision, which then works its way back to the back of its head. And they're pretty much for sensing differences in light and movement in their environment. Um, But the binocular vision eyes, they, unlike many other spider species, they can move their irises within that... Because obviously... (laughs) Why did you make
2: spiders worse?
0: I know. So... That's crazy. Crazy, right? Holy shit. So if you imagine... so the
2: eyeball doesn't move? Yeah. The iris iris slides around. They have
0: an exoskeleton, so they can't move their orbits. I'm itching. Yeah. But if a a jumping spider is looking... Say I'm a giant jumping spider, and it's looking vaguely Ah. in this direction, it can very cleverly... um, It looks like black eyes to you that don't move, that are hard, because they're made of, like, you know exoskeleton, keratinous material, chitin, Chitinous, whatever we're talking about. If we got into yeah, this last chitin, week. Yeah, chitin, <laughs> yeah. They look like they don't move. But if you were to shine a torch into the orbit, It'd you'd be like, see, fucking hell. Yeah, you'd see mm. that their optical organ is moving behind the eye, looking in directions. So it can look at things specifically, like we move our eyeballs side to side. Is, but oh, you can't see it crazy. because it's hidden behind the exoskeleton uh, um, hard surface. Can they blink? No, because it's an exoskeleton. They do they've got glass eyes. So it's bro. like yeah. goggles. Yeah. They've got permagoggles. goggles <laughs> on. Built-in gogs, bro. Yeah, and that's really specific to jumping spiders, but other, you can see other animals with exoskeletons exhibit it as well. I think the barrel-eyed fish is possibly one of the ma- most
2: sci-fi creatures we have on this planet. Pretty
0: cool. Its eyes are within its skull head. and head. Yeah. yeah,
2: Like Deep. Deep. Yeah, and then it's got a C through red.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Deep There's in a, the brain. Is there, it barrel Yes, it is. It's it a barrel fish. There's a theory about… Looks like a submarine. It does. <laughs> like a it a looks like a Russian <laughs> sub. It does. It does. It's a submarine. <laughs> it looks like a drone They all look right? really
2: sad as well. Yeah. <laughs> if you imagine the nostrils at the end. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Oh, it
1: looks like it's at some peanuts. Some <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I don't think fish eat penis. (laughs) They would if they could. I don't know. There's a theory about barrel-eye fish. You can see
1: through its brain, man. Yeah.
0: There's a theory about it that they think they haven't discovered this behavior yet, is where the fish is constantly looking skyward, right? And it's trying to detect the the shadow of prey items above it Ah. in the water column. That's what it's swimming. It swims deftly, silently, very efficient, slowly in the water. And it's trying to detect like a submarine. against the very, like a submarine, trying to detect the the very um, hard hard to detect the play of light changes in light, the changes of light caused by prey items, right? Yeah. Well, but,
1: dipping and diving and dodging, yeah. There's and a, he's
0: like, oh, I am gonna have you. There is a theory that it can move its eye sockets so as it's focusing in and hunting its prey, because it because if it's go if it's found a prey item and it's charging towards it like laterally, it wouldn't be able to see it. It'll, no, it'll it's be if, it's, if it's in yeah, if it's in front of it and then that's where the mouth is, it wouldn't be able to swallow it. But there's a theory that the eyes can dip down mm. like like old school sports cars how they have the flippy of really? eyes. Oh, yeah. shit. Like so a, so we can zero RX-7. in on it. I yeah. hope they
2: never get footage of that because I know. I think Scary, I'll be sick
0: and
1: dude. This this one looks like a character from Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> Could it I, look how I've sad never he looks. Seen it
0: that. does. It looks like a robot. It doesn't look like a real fish. No,
2: that's why. Oh, that's why the Five Nights at Freddy's thing. I yeah. look, looks walk a, like a, robot. Watch a documentary just about them.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's maybe, maybe we should do one. an episode on them. Apparently, look at, look at I that. didn't. I don't know if it's. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Mad. I don't know if it's a rumor or not. But when I've heard that when they're brought to the surface for observation. And of course, because of the huge pressure change, they, they turn die. into men. Like blobfish. They do, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, of the they pressure go... change, they die. <laughs> that that organ that houses their eyes disappears Oh, cool. uh, or, or or falls off or collapses because of the pressure change. Mm. So they're
1: actually like mermaids?
0: Is How that big what are mermaids they? do? Well, mermaids'
1: tail You're really
0: pushing this mermaid the... narrative, aren't you? I've never
1: said mermaid before. You did a few minutes ago. No. <laughs> When mermaids come to the surface, tail turn to leg.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm clumsy over words. Tail turn to leg, bro. Tail turn to leg, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: okay. Um, Right, the pictures make them look about a metre long. They're They're not very big. They are four inches or ten centimetres.
0: Are you joking? Yeah, they are. Four inches?
2: They're teensy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought four I thought inches was quite big. I, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I genuinely thought they were. Bigger, much bigger.
1: Ten, that's two scale to 10 millimeters. Fish with four eyes. With right. four eyes? Yeah, because it's got those eyes look through its translucent skull, don't they?
2: Right. And the then it's got little eyes that seem look forward. Way, way bigger than They, they do are. look way
0: bigger. God, we need to do an episode entirely, a deep dive entirely on the deep oceans. I'd yeah, yeah, love to. Look yeah. Good. One Look at that one.
1: Place. That's an official drawing.
2: Is it really? Oh, wow. That's that's incredible. It's we should perhaps have so that so as surreal. the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, <laughs> yeah.
0: Sounds good to me.
2: Yeah, that was oh, six inches.
0: Well, uh, um, the thumbnail that I was thinking about is having the Sea Monkeys cartoon wearing KKK outfits. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, That's a that's good way to get wiped smart. off as well. Yeah, I'm totally joking. <laughs> Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. We'll so they do rotate the out. eyes forward. When oh, they do they? Did you just brain. see that? Well,
2: I just
1: read it. <gasps> to be fair, the drawing I'm looking at it was it looks only like theory. When I do it, when Look I was at told this. about it, he's got a visor. Right, it's like yeah. got he's got like an Arai helmet on, <laughs> <laughs> and then he like
2: oh shit, yeah, just
1: rolls the boys yeah, forward the and he can That's see it again.
2: It cool. has apparently been footage released of one. Really,
0: what? moving its them. eyes
2: mm, it's on the no I don't know about moving its Dude. eyes it's on the Indian Express oh, of those course little you've holes at the front yeah.
1: are not eyes they're its nostrils
0: yeah. I said
2: nostrils
0: yeah it's the green ball the green
2: Balls. ball there is little there is yeah did you not realise in his that? brain hole Yeah. There are its eyes the green yeah. orbs in its mind are its eyes I
1: thought they were just looking up eyes I thought he had forward eyes as well oh, no they
2: no. rotate the the orbs that, is it, what
1: and then he looks through his nostrils like I he's guess. wearing a screen mask yeah. Yeah.
0: It's insane. Well, they Not look insane. through the dome, the glass Tubule, head dome. Tubular eyes. If the audience yeah. totally doesn't tubular. know what a
2: barrel eye fish is, look it up because they look fucking mad. Well, we can
0: have that as a thumbnail. Mm. A barrel eye fish. Mm.
1: The barrel eye fish they is strong so cool. and tough. He can't help it. He's looking. Can't up. look up. <laughs> <laughs> He's only looking up. <laughs> Bless him. Oh, awesome. nice. So, yes, next topic. Um, what have you got for us, Jacob? I was watching some YouTube the other night. Shut the
0: door and turn the lights down <laughs> low. I was a cla-
1: Jack's literally opening his fucking walk-in on. He's literally I he's
0: like, I'm
2: to get my chopsticks. I'm going to use some <laughs> cheese. No, no. I'm not even making any noise. You crack on. Oh,
0: there's a bit of a creak in the <laughs> box there. There's a box creaks open. fucking noodles. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. So, yes, I was watching some YouTube, as I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled upon this video uh, by a YouTuber called Friendly Geordies. Yeah. He's sorry. Like an,
0: like a- an Australian ignore guy. Ignore the loud fucking chomping of this ape, the Xenos. I'm not. Fucking with kindo. We're unprofessional. The big chungus on the side. <laughs> it's Mrs. Chungus. Miss, <laughs> Miss ba- Chungus. Little Miss Chungus. chungus. <laughs> Little Miss Chungus to you, actually. <laughs> sorry, yes. It's Miss Bouquet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, This guy. Yeah, friendly Geordies did a video about um, some logging of the new South Sam- New South Wales rainforest right. in Australia. Um, basically, um, they have a very similar two party system to us, and yeah. we basically have the Conservatives against Labor. Yeah, they have Labor against um, Liberal National Government. Okay, so
2: they like so the, who, the who, yeah
1: them. they they call them the Nats. So who's in power? No, they're now? like the Conservatives. Right. At the minute, there's a coalition government. Oh, okay. But right. Labor are getting walked all over, right. apparently, in New South Wales. Um, so Labor basically said when they got into power that yeah. they wanted to create something called the Koala National Reserve. Okay, I think. Yeah, which was basically a set of wildlands across the whole of Australia that would be protected indefinitely. Yeah, as,
2: cool. Uh, you know, like... That's a good thing to do. Yeah, areas thing, yeah. Of,
1: uh, of, of national and international importance of historic and prehistoric natural, like, Like a biology.
2: UNESCO site, basically. Nice. Yeah,
1: because they've got trees there that are, like, literally millions of years old yeah, yeah. that are living. But these, basically, the, the Nats, the um, Liberal National Party, or whatever they're called, um, have made the Labour Party scrap that. Why? Right.
2: Based on what? Why? What's their reason? Because
1: they're selling it to logging firms.
2: Oh, great. Oh, brilliant. So they're
1: cutting down the rainforest, um, which is
0: hmm.
1: apparently listed as one of the most impactful spaces for koalas, which are, of course, the national animal of Australia.
0: Oh, that's such bullshit. Like, Australia is really famous <laughs> for all of its prevention like prevention methods to stop invasive species into the country. Yeah. If you've ever gone to Australia, I've not been, but loads of mates have told me that you get stopped, you get asked by security constantly, you got any seeds on you, you got any plants yeah, on you, you seeds, bees, food, you, yeah. do you have any beekeeping Animals, equipment? you yeah. can't bring an animal into the country. At all, yeah. Anything. You'll be fined massively and yeah. kicked out straight away. Wow. Anything that un- unbalances the very specific um, environment that is Australia and New Zealand, anything that upsets that delicate balance... You'll be fucking fucked over by them, and rightly so. Because yeah. it's such a. You see it all the
1: time: invasive yeah. species coming in and
2: ruining. I mean, grey squirrels historically yeah. in the UK. Don't, do destroy the red because population. Because if Madan mm. listens, he loves killing them, doesn't he? He loves killing them. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I did ask him the last time he told me whether he felt like a big man, and I just
0: he I is don't get he, it. He is a big man. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think his response was
2: yes, but. His theory behind it is that, well, they drove out the red squirrels. So by him culling the grey squirrels... He's getting one back for the red squirrels. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not sure whether (laughs) he thinks they're going to come back. I mean, they're now (laughs) only in Scotland. We live in the Midlands and I don't think... One a month is going to bring him back. He, any time I mean, soon. He, just,
1: he just wants justification for his murder, doesn't he? Yeah,
2: he's,
0: like, yeah, I I think he's thinking about is. it like it's a gang war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah. the grey squirrels. Are you the just bloods rep- or the crips? <laughs> Reproduce- <laughs> I'm grey squirrels, bro. No,
1: yeah, <laughs> red
2: squirrels. No, he's <laughs> yeah. red squirrels. No, oh yeah, my He's uh, team uh, red. Yeah, yeah. yeah, team red. Yeah, he's a blood. Right? He has, I'm a he blood. Yeah, he started wearing a tied red bandana with paisley on it. Around his forehead yeah. they, really? they say that's the first step holding his air and rifles shoot.
1: sideways you sh- have you tried speaking to him about gangs yeah gang activity I don't has he started of carrying I think he's gone too
0: far yeah you should ask him opinions about the Crips. I, I think I think he'd look really confused <laughs> don't think well he's shooting them <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what he's shooting Crips. yeah Shit, them, I didn't realise it had gone Grace this girls, far girls, yeah. well, no, yeah. grills, no no man. no, no. bloods and Crips.
2: I don't know Would, yeah anyway anyway
1: in Australia um, it is illegal to cut down a tree whose diameter at its base is larger than 30 centimetres okay because technically it's classed as a giant tree and they must be must be protected because they're
2: so you just can't cut it down
1: yeah they're like you can cut down a tree smaller than that with less than a 30 inch diameter but apparently for the species of trees they have in Australia Mm. Like on average or something, it takes like a thousand years to grow to the thirty centimeter diameter.
2: Right, okay. I love how the old fucking tree, the prisoners yeah. have just owned the country now. <laughs> they're just like, yep, yeah, this is ours yeah. now, and don't bring your shit here. But there, but yeah, there are I like trees. That.
1: Nice. So in this video, they go to one of these login sites, and it's fucking horrific.
2: Mm. Like the
1: ground has turned to dust. Really? Like it was once a big lush rainforest grasslands, but. Yeah grasslands but like dense undergrowth and vegetation and massive trees massive forests loads of koalas loads of uh, i think they're called black macaws like uh birds, loads of them there they're all yeah. gone now um but yeah like the ground was just dust all the grass was skeletonized they'd been spraying um pesticides and uh anti-biological poison over
0: really? all what? of the
1: areas to stop the regrowth back so they could go back and get more logs if they Say. needed to. And all that well, sort they're of stuff. just
0: agent-oranging the thing. But obviously it
1: drifts onto other areas and onto, a, you know, the rest of the areas of the rainforest and mm. there's all dead trees around the edges around. It's it's disgusting. What the fuck? And you go in there and there's some trees that they've pulled down or cut, cut out and then tried to cut up. No. And some of these trees are 20 feet across. Really? Wow. And this is... Like in diameter. Company, so they're, yeah. they're like hundreds of thousands of years old. Yeah.
0: One of the governments there.
1: Yeah, the governments allowed these these loggers to come in and and do it over the past year or so.
0: Just seen that apparently the oldest tree species in Australia can live around the age of 3,000 years, which is fucking so old. Mm, some of these... I swear the pine? guy was saying they were longer than that. Some of them were bigger than that. What was I imagine who the Huon Pine. Huan Pine. I imagine there's a lot of petrified forest that is probably in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, really and it's, it's
1: still life, still yeah. uh, home to like yeah actual life, like, like koalas and like some massive eucalyptus trees with there, like yeah,
2: huge yeah.
0: eucalyptus trees.
2: What's um, that massive tree? Is it the baboa or you something? Know, oh, real what the ones in Madagascar? in
0: Madagascar that stores a lot of water. Yeah, yeah. The only reason why they dominated the landscape in Madagascar is because no one wanted to cut them down. Yes. Literally, it's a whole deforested area. And you think that, oh, baobab trees. Yeah. Um, they're the only thing that's native. No. It's just the only thing that people couldn't be bothered to cut down. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it does look like <laughs> effort, doesn't Because they store so much water. Mm. They're really... Super they stayed heavy. wet. Yeah. And they were dense. heavy and dense. And no one could be fucking, fucking arsed.
2: So, if you don't want to get kidnapped... Just be wet, heavy, and dense. <laughs> there you go. Top tips. Get fat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> David Attenborough. Mm. Before I completely forget, that is really shit. And thank you well, for Well, yeah, and it, it just, it
2: follows on, doesn't it? It's just yeah. why people have to be dicks in power. Yeah. The have power you noticed
1: that this is what happens when we don't prepare for an episode? What? It always gets dead sad and depressing because that's the only news there ever is. It's because mm-hmm. it's dead sad and depressing. Yeah.
0: My try-ups are cool. No,
1: that's what, that was good. Yeah, was. <laughs> and now I've gone dead sad and now we're about to talk about the, oppression and suppression of the, the media. The what?
0: thing, there's natural history, which is always cool and interesting, mm. but news about the natural world is always fucking dire. Yeah. <laughs> it puts you down. And I was joking with a lot of my guests that why don't we make this happy because na- natural world news and talking about the natural state of the world is always a downer.
2: Well, we were talking to a gent outside, actually, and um, he enlightened me to something called, was it half-world theory? Half-earth theory. Half-earth theory. theory. I'd never heard of this, but it's a ridiculous and interesting concept. Um, If you haven't heard of it, it's an idea in which we should move all of the people to half a hemisphere of the world and let the other half just be world. So just (laughs) let nature take its course. Yeah. Um, I love it as a thought experiment. I, I'd love to see a film about it, you know, mm. like a mockumentary or something like that. That'd but be cool. I don't think it work. What do you, Pat? Obviously, it wouldn't work. Uh, yeah, our it
1: wouldn't whole work. our whole society is built on people valuing. Oh my god, um, <laughs> the boundaries between. Geographic masses of land.
2: Yeah, but let's just...
1: countries. Man, like people yeah, ain't just going to get up, leave their country, and
2: nah. no, 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 they're not at this point. But say, like we
1: in like it some weird like utopian future, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
2: yeah. like right, everyone's shifting over here, and everyone's like, yeah, cool, that sounds like a good thing to do.
1: For I mean, maybe the, for the mice, it does as as cool as a lot of these ideas sound. They are. It's very difficult to avoid them being dystopian in reality mm. because.
2: No, jokers making it sad
1: again. Oh, no. no, I'm not making it sad. It's just the realism of it. I do think it, I think it's cool as a concept. I just think it's easy to wheel on muskify stuff. Mm. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And be like, mm.
0: yeah, we're gonna go to Mars, we're blue sky, hit. everything. Yeah, and yeah. it's all bollocks.
1: Yeah. Like it's in reality, pretty much usually 100 uh, percent unattainable. Yeah, it's. But it's uh,
0: it is an interesting thought experiment, though. So, what if you extended the amount of time that that's elapsed, to say, 100,000 years. So if you had one part of the world that's completely shut off from human intervention <laughs> oh, yeah, well, in 100,000 years' time... Oh, it'd be what, so good to explore, wouldn't what it? What
2: would happen, yeah. Oh, no one's allowed to go in for 100,000 years. So if you think
0: about the first explorers or the
2: first researchers <laughs> to go in. Yeah. That'd so, be
0: insane. Obviously, humans have changed quite a bit in that time. Um, we might be a different species altogether. But... What kind of species that we would recognize today that might have changed into something else that has adapted to a land without humans? Say, we abandoned all the cities, for example. I think pigeons would become the apex predator. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, they'd discover fire and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Get a, opposable thumbs. Yeah. Can you imagine
1: a pigeon goose crossbreed? Fucking hell. <laughs> the worst. That would be horrific. Horrific. A, a pigeon with teeth.
2: <laughs> They've literally created a cool. wall, and humans cannot penetrate to a, get yeah. in anymore. I'll, and they're repressing all the other animals I'll inside, them inside them a, the wall.
0: I call them a poos, a poos,
2: <laughs> a pigeon goose, poose. Oh. a poos. <laughs> um, horrifying
0: concept. I'm on a website or a gidgen, called... <laughs> gidgen. <laughs> <Pigeon>. <laughs>
1: I'm on a website called halfearthproject.org.
2: Nice. Project? Somebody's funding this. Yeah. They, they, I mean, I've
1: only seen pictures of white people so
2: far. Mm, that tracks. Do they have dreadlocks? No. <laughs> really? No, they're all old white men. Oh.
1: Um, the top of their website says, why half, which half, how. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking brilliant. I think they've hit the nail on the head there, they? Uh, <laughs> If that isn't the slogan, I don't know what is.
1: So... Why one half? The crucial factor in the life and death of species is the amount of suitable habitat left to them, as defined by the theory of island biogeography. A change in area of a habitat results in a change in the sustainable number of species by approximately the fourth root. It's starting off with heavy maths.
2: Yeah. yeah. If not... there's one thing we're known for here at the Lounge
0: Podcast, <laughs> it's good math. Good, good math. We found that. Yeah. Out great the maths. Flea Episode. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Math. Flea that. math. Yep. T Rex math. T-rex we're, we're math. all over yep. it. Good grief!
1: As reserves grow in size, the diversity of life surviving look at that the diversity of life surviving within them also grows. As reserves are reduced in area, the diversity within them declines to a mathematically predictable degree swiftly, often immediately, and for a large fraction, forever. I'll be honest; none of that went in. No, I wasn't.
0: I
2: completely glazed over. That was white noise. But power to them for trying to do something. Different. Me too.
0: I was thinking about seagulls during that whole sentence. Actually, really? Why? Yeah. That's it was. Nice. I'm assuming it was more than seagulls. It was more of seagulls with ice cream and seagulls with arms with ice cream. Oh, and cool. That's because I'm watching um, a little gif of a seagull with arms eating <laughs> an ice cream. <laughs> what? what the fucking hell? Jesus. Oh, I'll oh, share no. it on the Instagram. <laughs> Does anyone
2: want to know which half of the earth? Which half? Well, surely this poses its own problems because what if you've got creatures that are indigenous to the Northern Hemisphere and you're like, right, off you fuck, down south, and they just don't adapt?
1: Well, no, they, we wouldn't move the creatures.
2: What? What, they move themselves?
1: The creatures would well, just leave that area. Yeah, but oh, there's
2: animals everywhere. Yeah. So you'd have to move them out if you're having half as...
1: No, you just mark them all, innit? You just go in
2: there Like the monkeys Throwing puppies Off the cliffs <laughs> Yeah You should go in And chuck everything Off a cliff But <laughs> it's in your half The whole half earth theory Even the things that can fly Oh so Hang on Oh so I misunderstood I thought it was Humans And everything else yeah. But no, no All the not animals No we're Fucking all... Noah's Ark no, Everything over just, to the Other side of the world Just the humans Can fuck off
1: Yeah the humans Fuck off to yeah. one side oh. And then the other side Is just Why don't they left.
2: Fucking move out <laughs>
1: They are. It's called Extinction.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Um, <laughs>
1: they've it's got all a map. Your fault. <laughs> they've got a map. That should be on. They've got a map. That was mine. The they've animals. got a map. Yeah. Um, about where they would like to 100% rewild and where they'd like to move the people to.
2: Okay. Nice. I bet it's something just waiting
1: for it to load. It really Priority is. areas. I know. It's going to make me watch an eight minute video, apparently. Mm <laughs> hmm. Before you no, start that, I'm I can tell you that, that
0: one of my campaigns, when I was working with Greenpeace a couple of years ago, one of the campaigns that we were talking about quite a lot is a making 30% of the world's oceans marine protected zones. How um, much is there currently? Um, I think it's less than 10 less than 10%, or maybe 5% of marine protected zones. And then they're not really protected zones, they're only protected by name. So one of the biggest direct actions that Greenpeace took in the last within the last five years or so was there's this um, there's this bank, an ecosystem underwater between Britain and France, and it's a marine bank bank under the water, and it's um, it's really really essential for dolphins and breeding and lots of coastal marine life and crustaceans, fish and things like that. Did you glue so, the locks on that as well? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it was being trawled the shit out of. You know, mega trawlers, super yeah, trawlers. They were yeah. they were dredging that thing clean. Was and that was... in the Autobots or the Decepticons? Uh, Decepticons. Oh, yeah, checks out. But they were place. they were raking it clean of all life. Everyone was. So the all of the Br- Britain was, France was illegally, and so was Spain, and all everyone was pretty much. And it's a marine protected zone. So um, Greenpeace took it upon themselves to find lots of three-ton boulders. Yes, drill, saw this. Drill into their cores, attach tracking devices into the cores and, and cement over the holes. Um, so a ship's sat-nav system can detect the boulders. Every Every ship's fitted with them so they can avoid sea cliffs and wrecks so they don't destroy their own ships. And they dropped all of these boulders in a circumference and within the marine protected zone carefully to not disrupt life there. So it's physically protected by these three-ton boulders that would destroy fishing nets if they were dredged up. That's awesome. So now you physically can't fish there, not just by law. Because, because it's you incredible. just dredge a boulder and rip your fucking nets. Yeah, you'd rip, you'd rip yourself to shit. Um, but a lot of these places that are considered marine protected zones... <laughs> Um, aren't physically protected. The laws mm-hmm. don't matter. You know, no yeah. matter at all. So you get, that's why there's a lot of these talks of French like ships coming into British waters, mm-hmm. taking what they want, fucking off. Because yeah. they're not managed or patrolled and or they're, enforced they're, at they're all. They're protected no, because if you get caught,
1: you get fined. But yeah. What's the, fines the fine? are probably matter less when? than the
0: yeah. catch. Yeah. That's
1: also, it. fines only ever work against the poor, not people that own.
0: Exactly. Huge companies. fishing yeah. companies. And a lot of shit them like will that. just pay it, and they'll, they'll still earn fucking. Yeah, they'll probably loads. go out there
1: twenty times and get caught once. Yeah. So the mm. the the risk massively outweighs the reward. Exactly. Did you
2: see on? I think it no, was radar. The way you know, like sky scanning, you can see all the planes moving yeah. and so on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a one for boats as well, and when there was the protest going on with the French ships, and mm. there was all the little fishing boats on the scanner. Um, and then two navy destroyers just came, and you
0: saw all the little French boats go. <laughs> <laughs> really, off. Yeah, oh, they're pretty intimidating, though. Yeah. To be fair, but yeah, marine protected zones is a big fucking deal, and that's thirty percent of the world's oceans. They're still campaigning to get protected. Are you and patrolled still a supporter of Greenpeace? I know you have worked for them. We haven't really spoken
2: about this, but Jordan worked for Greenpeace for a while, mm-hmm. um, being a naturist
0: naturalist. <laughs> Whatever that is. Maybe both. I didn't well, I like I liked animals and protecting them, but I didn't necessarily like getting naked. So No. Um <laughs> No. But I feel like that's a pretty big
2: um you know, string to your bow on a I nature suppose. podcast. You work for a nature preservation company, um, rightly or wrongly. It's all of lot that's of... wrong. <laughs> How do
0: you feel about that? Um what still? what that you're wrong or yeah. that I work for Greenpeace. Yeah. Yes. Um so Greenpeace, um, I don't know, I've always, like I loved, I loved it at the time um, and it was a lot of hard work because it was um, a lot of work in the office but most of my job was going door to door campaigning and asking for people to sign up to Greenpeace's cause and talking a hell of a lot about their campaigns and the ones mm. that I focused on was, because I lived in Brighton at the time, I was really heavily connected with the sea. So I talked about a lot of um, Greenpeace's campaigns to do with the ocean and cleaning the plastic out of the ocean and the garbage patches that are developing in the ocean made of plastic and all this kind of thing. Yeah, I was pro that. And everyone in Brighton is pro cleaning the sea. It's yeah. Great. great. Um, but there's lots of um, bits and pieces of Greenpeace's history that are patchy, maybe. You know, overall, they're a great cause. They were started by the Quakers um, and they went out protesting uh, nuclear testing sites and things like that Mm -hmm. on a boat called the Greenpeace, hence the name of the organization itself. Yeah. Uh, And they've got all kinds of um, different vessels now called the Esperanza and the Rainbow Warrior. And the Rainbow Warrior, I think the first iteration was sunk by the French government. Really? Yeah. So are they a non-profit? Non-profit. They're an NGO. What does NGO stand for? I've always actually can't remember. I did know off by heart, but it's essentially a an organisation that isn't funded by any government body. They don't accept any funding from corporations or the or government bodies um, or any large um, entity. They only accept funding from individual backers that support Mm. them. That's it. So that was my job: go door to door. Same a piece about Green Peas. About the Green Peas. Peas. <coughs> and then I'd get told to fuck off quite a lot. I've had dogs sat sick on me before and oh. told that I was ruining the country and things. Why? What What were people's justifications for them? Um, people selling lo- the roads lo- and that. Yeah. Hmm?
2: The, the people don't like the protesting, do they? They
0: associated a lot of the hardcore protests that stopped people from getting to work and gluing locks for banks shut and things like that. Um, associated with Greenpeace. Which is why the crimes and Act came in. Because, yeah. of, because of people gluing themselves to the road and stuff like yeah. that and awesome. not being able to be moved.
1: For a, That's the anti-protest in laws laws. Oh, in sure. yeah.
0: right. For okay. a very brief period during my fundraising times, we were considered a, a terrorist organization. Yeah. For a little while, because of the direct actions, as they're called.
2: The trouble is, with any protest, isn't it, is how far do you have to go and if it's for the right cause but then the right cause can sometimes be subjective can't it yeah and
0: every cause is line, subjective to somebody yeah mm-hmm. so where's that line exactly and in greenpeace's eyes they're trying to stop the the apocalypse mm. so um as much as they can do within the limits of the law they will do first but as soon you know if they have to push push the line and break the law um they will to get the message across i e Scaling oil rigs or um, protesting aura rigs and getting captured by the Russian government, which was fucking mad for those protesters. Yeah. Um, and stopping blockades of um, oil... What are they called? Tankers. Tankers. Mm. Um, They've been following a ship for a while, haven't they now? Is it a shell ship? Oh, yeah. Just taking a rig out. I don't know what the plan is once it's... Uh, to stop it, I suppose. Mm. There was this... There was this huge flotilla of tiny, tiny ships that stopped oil rigs. That's it, oil rigs, because you can actually float them on the surface of the sea yeah. and then they extend the legs down and anchor themselves to the bottom. Um, they were stopping oil rigs from leaving a harbour because Shell, I think, had just got a deal to um, look for oil in the Arctic. And they, everyone in their dog... Every man and this dog went out in canoes and literally really, just sat, sat in the, the harbour with this huge oil rig heading towards them and couldn't couldn't move at all. It's that's right. a direct action, yeah, an yeah. example of one. But that's kind of like a protest. Passive, yeah. Yeah. It's always it always the doctrine is nonviolent protest and it harkens back to their Quaker roots, mm. which is Christian nonviolent protest pretty you'd, much. You'd
2: you'd hope anything of this mm. does make a difference. Yeah.
0: That'd be nice. It's all very boring. Me talking about it. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't but think so at all. But I find it interesting. I've always found it boring. If I'm I representative found it of anyone, yeah, they might too. Yeah, I've like I've still talked to like an old friend, Alexi, mm. uh, that we met when we went to Bristol, um, and a lot of people that have left Greenpeace still believe in it for the most part. It's just, it's almost like you, unless you're hardcore and you do it until the day you die. For the most part, a lot of people Feel a little it bit removes it removes a lot from you. It it demands a lot from you. Try and you have to have that zeal that you want to save the planet. I went vegan during my time with Greenpeace. Um, You've got to have that commitment, that soul commitment within mm-hmm. you to the burning desire to save the planet. Um, and that is God. It takes so much from you. That's exhausting. Yeah, I was only doing it for two years. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, you know. As um, it was yeah, it was it was a lot. To be fair, I couldn't do it for too long. And then how it ended is, uh, I ended up eventually being let go. And very kindly, they paid for a few months after that during the lockdowns and up being let go. But the reason why I stopped fundraising. It's because I got jaundice because I was out in the sun fundraising for too long in a heatwave. I ended up dehydrating my body. My organs started to shut down. I, dev- I went yellow like a Simpsons character. Holy and shit. I collapsed in the middle of the street and uh, someone walking their dog um, found me. Um, well, you were just it. there in the middle of the street on your own. I was sort of propping myself up with one hand in the middle oh. of a heatwave with my hand burning against the, against the floor. Very poetic. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing a Greenpeace shirt. Bro, right, only very... someone
1: had got a picture of that. But that it was amazing. a lockdown,
0: so there was no one on the streets. It was just a guy walking his dog. So I, I think I was there for maybe five minutes um, trying not to vomit onto the floor. Yeah. Um, And then my buddy He's Jack... Scaldi. My buddy Jack found me as I was getting myself up. i just got a sign-up. So I was just having a rest. Because I was like, yes, I found... I made my quota for this week of signups. so what the sign-ups a goal. do the sign do I'm subscribed to the newsletter oh yeah
2: just because I, I find it interesting to <laughs> yeah. so see what they're up to um,
0: you know
1: yeah. what it, you know what it reminds me of hmm. and don't take this the wrong way it's fine reminds me of Scientology does it bit. only in the the quotas and the sign-ups and the how devoted you have to be to it and yeah. all that sort of stuff yeah yeah and I get it obviously I think that this like a lot of what Greenpeace does is viable and they're doing it for obviously good causes and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and Scientology is not that. No, they're
0: in but, it for the money and tax yeah, exemption. comparing but, yeah, comparing Scientology and Greenpeace. You know, I'm, I
1: mean, I mean, in terms of the I won't take the it a wrong way. The structure. <laughs> like a Greenpeace
0: scheme, will a way. have an issue with you. I won't. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but Scientology, yeah, but Greenpeace
1: are less likely to send people after me than Scientology. That's very true. Yeah, Scientology so. are very likely.
0: Scientology can go fuck themselves. There you go. <laughs> Along with the Chinese Communist Party. David yeah. Miscavige.
2: <laughs>
1: what a gimp.
0: Sue us. Anyway,
2: carry on. Probably could, actually. Um, yeah, good. Yeah, Let him sue us. Little, little yeah. gimp in his
1: little boy You <laughs> can suit. sue me. I'm in negative equity. <laughs> <laughs> That'll just be his problem. <laughs> <laughs> sue me for all I've got left, bro. <laughs> Do me a favor.
2: I don't know. That's a pretty bold comparison. I mean... Yeah. Elaborate. <sighs>
1: Purely in terms of the level of dedication, the fact that you're trying to convert people. Yeah, I suppose it's 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 like being part of any sort of niche sub religion or something like that. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not saying Greenpeace is a religion. Well, no, it's it not. kind of is. a way. it is Wait, it's to a mm-hmm. degree. It's a, a religion you follow, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Of, yeah, of protecting the earth and yeah, yeah. believing that the earth remain in its natural state. Right.
2: Yeah,
0: that's
1: what it's for. Um, and I th- yeah, it's just that th- all of that is necessary. Yeah. For an organisation like Greenpeace that's yeah. doing something that is so obviously like... Yeah, this but that, that's should the
2: problem. Be... Yeah, to us, we think that's obvious, but this is the reason they're out pushing that because to a lot of people it isn't. It's not even in the forefront of their minds on a day-to-day basis and perhaps yeah. even just for one But it shouldn't, moment, have to, it
1: shouldn't have to be. What do you mean? At the forefront of normal people's minds.
2: I'm not saying even at the forefront, but just... No,
1: no. I, I just mean people shouldn't need to be aware of it because there should be rules in place that stop... Yeah, the, but
2: the people that actually can take advantage, which is of why it. there's Greenpeace. Yeah. I know
1: it's just crazy. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. Th- this is kind of the long-running theme, and why mm. we're all so fucking sad all the time because
1: <laughs> just there's a
2: lot of shit people,
1: doom, that, doom, that,
2: yeah. that very <laughs> exploitative and take advantage of. Populations and peoples and environments, and it'll keep happening unless we. It's getting sad. Do things about it. So Sorry. sign up. To I think Greenpeace I'm the sad theme whenever I bring anything I up, I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. Well, there's one good thing in the world, but I like Scientology, so I don't <laughs> <fucking> bother. <laughs> I'm
0: sure for the most part, Scientologists um, are lovely people. It's just the Sea Org and. David Miscavige boy that I dislike intensely. As yeah. for Greenpeace, um, the the doctrine that I followed with Greenpeace was palatable because we could see the end result, I mm. suppose. We was there any, could see the positive impact that the, the organization was having on the planet.
1: Was there any nasty boys in uh, yeah. Greenpeace? Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. Kinda there is anywhere. Boys. So, um... <clears throat> There's this one now that I'm not a part of Greenpeace or GPS. We'd say secretly on trains, like you'd easily figure out who P was if you're talking secretly on trains. Do um, <laughs> so you often talk secretly on trains? Yeah, it's because that's how we would get around to go to fundraise. Was on trains, yeah, effectively, as the only way efficiently. We could you and not conscience. just not refer to yourself? We couldn't refer to ourselves as working for Greenpeace because so. you get thrown off the train. No, whilst yes, it still moving. Because Greenpeace is a target for the tabloids. Mm. And if you're seen doing anything that contradicts what Greenpeace is all about in your civvies, whilst you're not wearing your, your green Greenpeace attire, or when you especially are wearing your Greenpeace attire, like there was this one guy who would wear his Greenpeace jacket and his and all of his gear um, and went into a McDonald's and ordered a Big Mac and sat there in his jacket eating it mm. and he had a picture taken of him.
1: Greenpeace oh, got to uh, eat.
0: Yeah. What, burgers? The thing is, yeah, and I kind of get why they a meat burger. They
2: have had an image problem in the past, or, which is probably self perpetuated. But yeah. yeah, I can understand why they're a little bit sensitive.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I was I was talking. Yeah, I totally agree. But bad men within Greenpeace. So when I moved into the, working in the office for a short time, um, I was talking to my handler. Um, and I was talking to her before when I was still fundraising, but she was well, talking CIA. about yeah, how there was a how there was a mole that was implanted within the Greenpeace HQ. Dude, London. this is just like Was mythology. it? Is. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was there a conspiracy or was there a mole? Legitimate mole. So what happened was the way you work within Greenpeace is everyone starts at the very bottom and climbs. Um, so you start. Like Sorry, it's a yeah. <laughs> um, You start as a fundraiser for the most part, unless you have something very specific to offer, in which case you just do that.
1: Where do the funds actually go? Have you ever actually um, seen the distribution of funds?
0: Yeah. Well, probably on so, big concrete balls. So Greenpeace, well, yeah, that, a little bit for for many many years. Greenpeace has won numerous awards year after year for their transparency of where they by who. Um, I can well have a have a type up while I'm telling this story about this mole. I will do. Yeah. But the transparent Greenpeace is transparency about where their money goes. So really? oh, that's good. The leader of Greenpeace, when I was working there at the time, only earned twice as what I was earning at the time. Oh so so he was a modest wage. Yeah. So he was that was the CEO of London's Greenpeace organisation. Wow. Um, he was only earning twice as much as me. And so, lived in London. And lived in London, yeah. And so everyone knew him. He was a mm. lovely bloke that walked around the office. Um, but anyway, this mole he started to work in the office, and he even developed a relationship with one of the women there—a long-term relationship. A proper spy. A proper spy for the for the British government. Um, and he was feeding he was honeypot in He was feeding <laughs> the British government intel about Greenpeace's. He doings. was government. Yeah, am five in Greenpeace. Government, government, <laughs> government, <laughs> the government. Um, Man. so. Since he was found out to be working for the for the police, I think as a mole. So how did they find listened, out the mole? Um, he ended up, I think, in just revealing himself and bailing. But there's been a few instances where Greenpeace and Sea Shepherd have found the moles themselves and ousted them right. because they've just found So they burn the witch. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so, it. Yeah, through burn a... the witch. They feed you to a trawler <laughs> to a shark. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that so as well as many other stories within Greenpeace, that was the one. I, that's when I fell over, fell over in the street mm-hmm. and had to leave, and then got put in hospital for five days. <laughs> Mad. Well, tune in next time for more stories of Greenpeace. Yeah. The Scientology ripoff and how that's the French right. government blew up one of their ships deliberately. Wow, I'll talk about that. Maybe maybe a deep dive into Greenpeace. Hey, Greenpeace. One of your representatives, can you please come on the show? Because I'd love to talk to you about GP. Although they are, they you know they're really strict about what they let out on on media. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I want to talk to them interviews?
1: about whether they think it's life
0: Scientology. <laughs> 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 no, Jacob's not allowed in the room. For the no, I'm on. He's I'm on like, this. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, they've been re- green. Greenpeace have been really sketchy about their public appearances. As in. Interviews and things like that. Yeah, like Scientologists. Have you, so have you seen Cowspiracy yeah. on Netflix? Wouldn't talk to them about it. Right. Yeah. Have you, so have you seen Cowspiracy? Yeah. No. Yeah. So they there was this line of questioning where um, the question almost implied that they'd been receiving funding from a backer that was supporting um, meat distribution and mm. and cattle farming or soy um, growing in to feed cattle um and their non-reaction to the question or i don't want to answer that question or i can't answer that question um implied that they were receiving funding which wasn't the case right um they declined to answer the question because it was a big part of one of i think one of their direct actions or one of their campaigns coming up so they couldn't reveal the information that they had on the question right, at hand. It just so happened, But it question. sounded like they were being funded by one of these mega organizations right. associated with meat. That was it. So they're really careful with who they let on public platforms now. Because yeah, they get right. rinsed if they say the wrong thing. Because often their, you know, their hearts are in the right place. They just maybe fall over their words or fumble it a bit. Yeah. Did you find out any of their transparency with their...
1: I'm looking now, bro, and it's proving quite difficult. Is it? They've got... That's not good a bunch of policies about how they strive to be transparent and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to ingest uh, one of their financial reports now. Hmm. It's all right, I suppose cause... it's not a charity, so they don't have to abide by... It's not a charity, no. ...the transparency yeah. guidelines that charities have to abide yeah. by. They're tax-exempt. Yeah. They're tax Scientology. I knew it was coming as well.
0: But it's not a religious organization; it's a non-government organization. Yeah, an NGO. Yeah, well, Scientology. Oh, I mean, Scientology is technically was I part of a cult for two years? I think I might have been. Not technically, not a religion, is it? It's all about technology. (laughs) Oh, great! Space, brilliant. Well, next time on the Scientology podcast. <laughs> oh shit. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, why not? So, if you have anything to say to us, or you want if to you've insult us. you been subject to a cult. If you were in a cult like we were, how do you feel about Greenpeace? How do you mm. feel about Scientology and Greenpeace? Please let us know and try-ups. Shall we get some try-ups for the studio? Yeah, I think we should get some. <laughs> yes, for the we shall. We'll I want to know what
1: that Venn diagram looks
2: like.
0: What, what? is a Venn diagram? Please tell us. <laughs> Scientologists <laughs> on one side, Greenpeace and
1: Greenpeace on other, members. members. Like, exactly. How, what the I find it
2: like. fucking insane that you just put your laptop on the floor sideways. I How do, do you day. always do that? I do that. Yeah, because
1: I it leaves the that. bottom free so the air can come in clean without getting covered in dust from the carpet.
0: I do it. I always and get and bollocked. It's less bed. likely
1: to get kicked over or stood on or stood because on. it's upright. Yeah. Makes
0: total sense. It's got a, a tall approach. could get kicked, though. Yeah, but are you, you going to kick it? Stood
2: on I mean, it you could also flat. just not put it on the floor. There's a desk in front and behind you. But
1: there's my bottles on the desk and pack a and...
0: Don't smoke, kids. Yeah. Anyway. Guard if the lounge podcast. Yeah. If you want to tell us anything or ask anything or have any stories that you want to tell us, then write in to the cicada
1: lounge podcast at gmail.com. That or is
2: our email address. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or
1: just the cicada just cicada lounge podcast at
2: the cicada lounge podcast on Instagram. Yeah. The cicada that's lounge true.
1: podcast at the cicada
2: lounge Am I not, what, what's and my the,
0: bit? And the cicada lounge at Twitter. Wait, what was my bit then? Just to reiterate, it's the cicada lounge podcast at gmail.com. Oh, I
2: just repeat what he said. Yeah. I had one job. <laughs> you had one job. It was just to repeat what he said. Yeah.
0: So what did he say? Email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's the email? No, for the sake. cicada lounge podcast at gmail.com.
2: Yeah, I see. That was yeah, the one you know, all I right got, got Jordan to say. Idiot. It. That's it. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking.
1: Still working with Greenpeace. Oh no. Picking up after you Mole. Mole
0: (laughs) It was you all along. You fucking mole.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the mole left after he passed out on the street in his Greenpeace Yeah, Yeah. uh, They're supposed to be on the Painted yellow. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Ask I've us some questions, to... Ruth. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Ruth. Come on. We Ruth, need something. Give us learn? some audience interaction. What do you want to hear us talk about next? So we've got loads of stuff lined up, but yep. sometimes it's tough picking it because we're all so excited about what we're doing for the next episode. That That's it. It was just a week of deliberation. So give us some ideas and tell us what you want to hear.
1: Ruth, there's no way you're still listening after that episode that you've just listened to. Yeah. You must have turned that off like 10 minutes ago. Have faith. (laughs) Have faith in the Ruth. Have faith in the Ruth. She's probably killed herself after that.
0: (laughs) Well, let's hope (laughs) not. It was (laughs) pretty sad. Yeah, that's our only listener. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, God bless you, Ruth. Sorry, Ruth. Carry on listening. All right, peace peace green <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to the Cicada Lounge
2: podcast
1: remember to check us out on Instagram at the Cicada Lounge podcast and on Twitter at
2: Cicada Lounge we've been your most excellent hosts Jordan Foster Jack Sutton and Jacob Welsh if you want to get in touch or we'll have any stories to share you can speak to
1: our Hive Mind directly at the Cicada Lounge Podcast at Gmail.com.
0: The Cicada Lounge Podcast at Gmail.com. Bye.
1: Please subscribe.